Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with its good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Happy Wednesday to everybody. More importantly, happy birthday to heel producer Jim Cunningham. Yes, yes, yes. Jim, pop up here. Unbelievable. I asked Happy birthday to Jim and his mustache. Is it your birth mustache's birthday? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I started growing this mustache at Top Gun. So yeah, I want to talk about that. My mustache's birthday. Maybe we uh we, we guess Jim's age right now. I think Dave, this was your idea the other day. I said, let's save it for the show. Um, a couple things we should keep in mind. He he still lives with his parents, so he could be 17 or 18 years old, although he looks he looks older than that. You guys want to guess? Charlotte, you want to guess it first? Is, or Jim? Well, I, I, I do want to just say, I think it's funny that um, that hipster mustaches are such a thing, and they've been with us for so long now. It's almost mm. it's one of those things, It's like you assume Jim was born with it. His baby <clears> pictures would include right. the hipster mustache with it uh, styled just ever so, uh, ever so carefully, you know? It's... Uh, <laughs> You're pointing, Jim. What are you pointing to? A picture of you? Uh, yeah, you was a youngster. As, when I was younger, but there's no mustache, so that's what I should. Mm. Oh man, I don't know. All right, so Charlotte. Oh, so, Dave, so wait, you so guess? you weren't, so you weren't born with the mustache. Okay, no, no, I guess he wasn't. All right, I'm Crazy gonna guess. Birthday. I'll, I'll jump to a in. Picture to prove that. <laughs> I'll guess 37. 37 years of age. What so I know, I think I know how old Jim is. You do? Oh, but because, I, yeah, because you're getting engaged. I forgot about this whole yeah, thing. You guys right, are getting because engaged. Because we're, so we're an yeah. item. Um, no, because <clears throat> because I asked him once. Oh. All right, <laughs> Dave, you wanna... biz- But if I were to guess, if yeah. I were to, like, if I didn't know that, I'd say you're turning 34. All right, Dave. This Dave, is how we so do you, you guessed 37. I thought, okay. Oh, wow, this is... What were you going to say, Dave? I'm going to guess. I think that Charlotte, now I'm trying to deduce it based on her guess because she would attempt to flatter. She wouldn't guess a number that she knows is over the actual. So she went a little under. I think Sal's mm. pretty close there. I'm going to go over myself just for fun. I'm going to go he's 39 years young today. All right. Jim, what is it? This is how we play Cami over under, but no prize, really. 25 years old. You guys. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Stop it right um, now. 39. 39. 39 wow. is right, Dave. Is that right? <clears throat> wow. Sweet Jesus. That is good. 28 I wasn't, on Tinder. I wasn't just... 28 on Tinder. <laughs> I wasn't flattering. I really I really would have thought you were... I was surprised when I found out how old you were. I wasn't flattering either. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jim, I want to... I don't know. We don't have anything lined up for you. Actually, uh, is Ann Char around to give a toast? I think Jim would like that very much. If uh, Ann oh, Char gave a toast, oh, should on, we give uh, her a call? I, if if she's available, I, I never know. Hello, where she is. Sal. <laughs> yes, is hi. that you? <laughs> yeah, I can't that's figure. Me. I can't figure out how to work this Zoom thing, <laughs> J- Jim. I uh, my video's off. I can't see your shining face. Can how do I? Am I muted? What Keep do I do here? Hit, hit video. Uh, anyway, anyway, happy <laughs> birthday, Jim. <laughs> Thank you. There Thank you go, everybody. That's all he wanted. Why? Why yeah. with the expensive, lavish gifts? Uh, you just wanted a shout out for Man Char. It's what anyway. Um, it's what everybody. Wants. Thank you, guys. Actually, I do. I am uh, familiar with that, Jim. Wait, don't jump back. We're, we're not done with you yet. You do. You mentioned Top Gun. The name of your show was Tom Gun. I saw the last one. Uh, late February before Last the, uh, Earth scorched. I don't know about this. What are we talking well, t- about? Maybe tell everybody what uh, what this is about. We did a live version of the movie Top Gun. It was like a parody, but someone from the audience got a chance to play Maverick. Mm-hmm. Like we say, Tom Cruise isn't there tonight. So, so, so 10, 15 people from the crowd would get up there and audition <laughs> for the role and the crowd votes on who plays the star of the show. That's it's very funny. funny. It's a lot of fun. It's very interactive. And as a result, I, I know scene. it was good. I know Jim is in love with uh, Tom Cruise. I know about this Tom gun stuff. And as a result, I was able to get a little something together for him. Hold on one second. This is going to suck because I usually run this through Jim to run through the board, but it, now <laughs> it's going to take time. So because it would have blown the surprise, but <clears throat> I got actually Tom Cruise to do a little message. I don't ever want to see it again. <laughs> ever. 
There you go. All right. I mean, uh, you know, maybe uh, he Happy birthday. It, it could have been a little nicer, but he, he amazing. He, Thank he, you. He went crazy, but that's uh, that's it. That I asked <laughs> him to make a message, and he and he started swearing uncontrollably. And apparently, you're fired if you do something again. It's not well. Clear listen, why, you know what yeah. they say: uh, imitation, uh, sincerest form <laughs> of flattery. Guess what? Bullseye. You just heard it there. You, you <laughs> hit the right. mark on Maverick there, Jim. Congratulations. I don't know who was playing Maverick there, but that was. Uh, it sounded a lot like him. Anyway. Happy uh, 39th birthday. Oh, boy, we're going to go crazy next year, aren't we? Um, oh, boy. Let's talk uh, NFL. We're a little removed from this, but I feel like I could talk about this for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. A Monday night game, Dave Charlotte, one of the best games of the year. So much intrigue, so many different ups and downs. Uh, 47-42 final. We could talk about the gambling implications forever. The Browns take a safety. They throw the ball back really 40 yards basically from where the reception was made and it goes through the end zone. And instead of winning by three, the Ravens win by five crucial number, millions of dollars swung, lots of fantasy playoff results altered because you may have had the Ravens defense and it was a craziness at the end. Now, the big question though is Lamar Jackson came out of the game for about 35, 40 real minutes claimed he was cramping, ran back to the locker room, came back down and throws a touchdown to ultimately win the game. That was unbelievable. I, I, I don't care about that. He says it was not number two. The internet went crazy with the number two jokes. Was it or was it not number two, Charlotte? I don't <clears throat> think so. Really? And I don't think so because I feel like 35 to 40 minutes, I feel like you can, unless something's been wrong the whole time, I feel like you can usually fix whatever's wrong faster than that. Okay. Like I really think that that's a long that's a long poop. <laughs> I thought that initially. I'll tell you why after I get Dave's uh, opinion. Why I think that maybe uh, works in the poop uh, people's favor. But go ahead, Dave. What do you think? Poop or cramps? Cameras aren't Lamar's friend in this case. You see him in the in the bowels, the literal bowels of the stadium, running, <laughs> uh, and you can see the delicacy of his gait. That's what betrays him mm. more than anything else. You can tell he's he's hurrying without full-on sprinting. That's the sign of someone who's uh, got an emergent issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I think it's positively delicious that um, the Ugh. game ended on a number oh. two um, on that two-point conversion. <laughs> right. By the way, shout out to the official world's most exotic symbol that we saw to end it. The safety symbol is the uh, number yeah. one symbol. Although I do think illegal man downfield is kind of relevant in this case. You know? Yeah, that would be a, poop a little thing bit like too. you could have seen yeah. that. Yeah. You know, like, where's Lamar Jackson, the official? Let's go to the official. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh okay. He's got that going on. Yeah, it was definitely number two. Um, I have I have zero doubt about that. Um, and uh, go ahead, Sal. What were you going to say? Well, that, first of all, that you got me thinking about the symbols and everything. And we talked uh, briefly about Corolla's poop touchdown celebration dance. It's not usually the quarterback. In fact, it never really is that uh, partakes in the celebration, right? It's always the receiver or the running back who initiates it. But how about that would have been so great if he did the thing where he's Mm -hmm. squatting, pretending over a toilet, reading a newspaper and then drops the ball from uh, beneath him that I, I, he may have had to be my favorite player. Uh, I don't know of all time, but of, of of this era, if he, if he pulled that off, yeah, go ahead. I don't. Well, I just feel like <laughs> that's why I don't think he actually pooped because I feel like if it, if you come back and you've been called out that hard, right? I feel like if you were actually doing that, you you lean in, and maybe not because then forever it's just the Lamar poop game, you know. Right. Regardless, but like if he were to do that celebration, if he would have been like like if Lisa says like what was going on, Lisa Salters is like. What was going on when you were in the locker room? He's like, I really had to shit. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, that would have been such an unbelievably relatable and amazing moment that I, but I mean, maybe you can't do that. Maybe you just can't do that. I don't know. I feel like if I, if, if I were in that situation, I would have just been like, you know what? You guys got me. I think I would have too. And I think maybe it's uh, because they have a, a different kind of competitive nature that they can't say something like that. Maybe, Roberto yeah. Duran for many, many years, it ended up being diarrhea, why he said no master 
Sugar Ray Leonard would not admit it for decades and then finally kind of did. Um, here's the thing. I was with you, Charlotte. I said, this is way too long to now be a, a poop story. This is 40 minutes. This is uh, on my best worst day. I couldn't pull this off. <laughs> but if it was poop and I didn't want people to know it was poop, I no. wouldn't do it in 10 or 12 minutes. I'd be like, I got to make this last. I got I to gotta take another 15 minutes so people... Don't think this is, uh, they, they do think it's cramping. A, mm -hmm. that's number one. Number two, maybe he had to change his pants. That takes, when you're starting to change cleats and pants and stuff, <laughs> that does take 15, 20 minutes. Number three, <clears throat> number two is most important, obviously. But number three, I didn't realize this, Dave, and this ends to your whole video is not his friend. Um, Brian Horvat reached out to us at theextrapointsgang at gmail.com. I recommend you do that the same. He said what was weird about it is no one ran back with him to the locker room. I hadn't noticed this, but was, whenever yeah, there's I, an injury, yeah. injury or something um. like that, you always have some kind of trainer or something, even if it's cramps and somebody waiting on the other side, you'd have someone run with Didn't, you. Wasn't there someone with him? <clears throat> there was somebody, he had an escort, uh, as it were. But yeah, you, first of all, that's exactly right. Hmm. He uh, whatever his no trainer, no personal, whatever his right. medical condition, if he if the franchise player <clears throat> is cramping, they would drive him to that spot. They always load him onto the, yeah, onto the yeah, cart yeah. and drive him off. They wouldn't. Th yeah, I'll go ahead. Well, yeah, we'll see you when you get back. Good luck with those cramps there, uh, Lamar Jackson. Like they would have driven him if he right. if it were an actual medical condition. That, a couple. We got to check. He has to have the dignity. He has to be. He has to start wearing the number two for the rest of his career. I think. I think that's a requirement. Oh, well, that'll uh, screw up your two. Who, two what thing, other quarterbacks yeah. besides <clears throat> Tim Couch? Oh, Tim Couch is two. I guess Johnny Menzel was two, huh? Matt uh, Ryan, of course. We've covered Matt, oh, this. Oh, Matt Charlotte. Ryan. Here we go. Sorry. Matt Ryan is number two. I can only think about the Browns right now. The only. The only. <laughs> it's a terrible QB number. The only QB who should wear it is two. Ah, uh, it should. Oh, uh, nice. You know, oh, to play to that, but he's not no one. one uh, but mm -hmm. it's a terrible, right. and yet he chose one, which is a weird <clears throat> choice. It's like RG3 should just be Griffin 3, which he now finally is with the Ravens after wasting his time for too long with Jamarcus Russell, right, was two. Jamarcus not a Russell great was example. number two. That's your greatest number two V2 matchup in history. But hey, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, right I know. Now. I hate that I always bring this up. Go ahead. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> 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 I I'm anxious to hear when this when this finally this is a closely kept secret on the level of Miles Garrett and his lie um, yeah. on Thursday Night Football a year ago. But I wonder when the Ravens like why aren't the Ravens teammates getting called out like Miles uh, Garrett yeah. or like did like did Miles did you hear anything? No, could can't Brown coincidentally or otherwise. Uh, no, I don't. What are are the Ravens in their locker stalls? Are they getting uh, quizzed about this thing? Like, do you know well, what went on is, there? The problem is, we yeah. can't we can't go to locker rooms, Dave. Yeah, that's the yeah, other touche. thing. He, he really lucked out. He lucked out with. This. I guarantee that if reporters <clears throat> could be in locker rooms right now, that is all. Well, if I could be in a locker room right now, that is all I would be asking anybody. And about. yet, I think no one's ever going to ask him about it, right? I just don't the minute like I can get back in there, you better believe. <laughs> sure, it. go get get in your car and go. I don't On know. It. My my adolescent mind exploded though, Dave. When I heard that he he makes a number two, he has trouble. He comes back on the field, throws to Brown, throws to Brown, Hollywood Brown, to beat the Browns, and then goes for two. And then there's right. a two point safety at the end. To, it was too much. It was too much for me to take that. It, so much that it, it just can't be cramps at this point. Well, it made me think when I saw your tweet about that, that uh, someone clearly has some more growing up to do. Um, <laughs> they don't but, call me the shit pun sheriff for nothing. Just but, I mean, you know, <laughs> we, we, that we, we talked about the, the throwing the shoe and it takes a backseat to the number oh, yeah. two now. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. that, that a game ended on the th shoe throw and that that now is merely the runner up to the ridiculous, to the most ridiculous event of this weekend ish kind of thing. I can't believe that, uh, that it, what if this it greases the skids for them to mm, make the play as it were. <laughs> the incontinent reception? I don't know. Wait, we got to come up with a good the incontinent for that. reception. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, somehow that's uh, th that is going to be the play that propels them 
into right. the postseason. Perhaps, it was from a movie. It really was maybe a Tarantino movie without the bl- more uh, defecation than blood. But when Trace McSorley goes out and he's clearly injured with a bad, uh, he's got a bad leg uh, injury there. And then it's like, all right, well, I Lamar wonder if comes just jogging it. out. That's the next shot we see. And by the way, McSorley on that fourth and four conversion, that was the big play there. No, I mean, that doesn't happen. They probably almost most definitely lose the game. Uh, very strange. And maybe that might have been it for their playoff uh, lives. So I wonder if uh, he'll be remembered for that. But like a storybook, and he comes in, he was compared to Willis Reed, goes in there and throws a touchdown on the very next play. Uh, Lamar Jackson, a phenomenal game, Dave. I know you don't like the high scoring. One thing that was interesting, what was it, nine rushing touchdowns, which was the most in um, 700 years right? or something crazy. Well, also, just one more thing. Good. I bet Lamar retroactively had now has to go back and add the trainer or the uniform trainer on the team to uh, choosing the purple pants. I mean, that uh, that could have been <laughs> so much more disastrous for Lamar if they right. had gone with their with their white slacks on the right. Exactly. Yeah, you got um, Yeah, that was a I mean, yeah, it was a it was a crazy game. I think that I that a lot of people that's that's when you know where you are as a franchise when people are doing that thing of like, hey, got to give the Browns credit. Shame mm-hmm. somebody had to lose all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It is kind of like, hey, don't don't hang your heads there. You almost beat one of the good teams, the Browns, you know, but really it did have that feeling when they went down a couple of scores in the second half. You thought this game is over. What you know, the Browns kind of had a nice first half, but they're ultimately fraudulent. They can't hang with the really good mm. teams. And then Baker took them right down the field early uh, second half and put that touchdown. That's when you felt like, oh, it's on. Oh, the Browns are actually yeah. going to hang in this game. It was a it was a splendid um a splendid night of pro football now, action, I feel. Dave, as a Steelers fan, and I'll ask you this a million times between now and probably three weeks from now, you probably don't want to see either of these teams in the playoffs, right? At this no. point, for different reasons. But you'd rather less see the Ravens. I know I didn't say that correctly, but right? You, than the Browns in the first round. If it was a two-versus-seven match. For the AFC, the numbers are Browns 24-1 to to win the AFC. The Ravens nine to one, which is weird because the Browns have the better record right now, right? Or are they tied? I've now lost track. The to Browns do what? Are, to win the AFC North? To win the AFC, just to win the AFC. I'm looking at if they oh, were to wow. make, if they were to make the playoffs. Nine now, to one, the Ravens, huh? Well, twenty four to one is weird for the what will probably be the better seed, right? Maybe, maybe not. But who yeah, knows? that's crazy. Right, right. But, that's crazy for a team that has beaten the Titans and yeah. Well, they actually beat the Colts. I mean, I the 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 narrative that's fun to perpetuate for me, a AFC North uh, big brother to the Browns. Yeah. Um, but they did actually. I mean, they 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 did uh, double digit beat the Colts and uh, sure. they, they beat up on the Titans pretty good and uh, for the majority of that game. So twenty four to one is high. The problem is the Chiefs are in the conference. But the t- thing yeah. that makes for real that makes the Browns scary, it, 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 uh, the prospect of the Browns scary going forward is if their young secondary gets healthy. Denzel Ward is coming back, mm. um, at, you know, this week I think, and um, if, if, as they start to get right. They're legitimately the you know the the fact that how Stefanski deploys uh, runs versus pass and everything else. I think everybody was wringing their hands. Run the ball, Nick Chubb can't be stopped, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are. I mean, they're not going to the Super Bowl. They're going to win three games to get to the Super Bowl. All, uh, mm-hmm. You know, two of them on the road. If you're the Browns, no is the answer to that. But you do come away in the loss feeling like they're a little scarier than than probably when you were going in, right? Yeah, and you're probably going to lose money if you do it this way. And I'll suggest uh, a subsequent podcast to not do it. But it is 2020, and Browns at 24 to one, Ravens nine to one, and Colts at 15 to one. You throw the Titans in there at 15 to one. You sprinkle a couple of shekels on that. I I just no, just stay away from the heavy hitters. Come on, come on with the Titans already. No, 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 no. That's this is one. This is one. Hill I'm looking that at I, value here. I don't think any of those teams could win, but it could be fun to root for. I think all everyone I named could upset the Chiefs on a, a, a given Saturday or Sunday. But what were you gonna say, Charles? I just feel like the Titans are a team that last year everyone was saying, like, you know, don't you can't be serious. The Titans really, and they got yeah. to the AFC Championship. Like the team is 
not to sound like a total football guy, but the team's pretty gritty and they've got, you know, they have Tannehill when he's on is fine. And then mm-hmm. when when you've Derrick Henry, who could have broken records last week had they not sat him, which, you know, he was in the press conference. I like that. He said, um, you know, I'm not trying to break records. It was for the team. I was like, right. good, good old fashioned team sport. But I, I just feel like I can't quite decide if the Chiefs are a team where you would be really, really stupid to bet on any team besides them, or if this is a team where their big mess up moment, their big blunder is going to be when it matters most. I just, Mahomes is so, he's the guy, He I used to feel watching Tom Brady as a Pats fan, we could be down literally 28 to three because we were, and you're like, we're fine. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like Mahomes is now that guy, so I right. just don't know. Because we're thinking more of the Chiefs, I think, in terms of last year. They were down 24 nothing to the Texans and came right. back. They were down to the Titans and came back. I think we're thinking of that team in our heads versus this team that's kind of struggling with the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Raiders. Still great, still the most dynamic offense, all that stuff. Sexiest team to bet on and have fantasy players from. And I get it. You're probably going to want the Chiefs, the Steelers, or the Bills, but with these numbers on FanDuel being nine and 15 and 24 to one. And I don't know, I've seen something good out of all these teams. AFC is stacked. I think Dave, right? It's all, I mean, listen, we talk about it, not just even as the playoffs approach. Now it's a perennial. It's a, it's a weekly conversation (laughs) for football fans. 52 weeks worth of, the coin flip nature of these teams are so closely uh, matched, but I mean, the, it, it Patrick Mahomes is the thing that rises above everything else. The sure. Titans are gritty. Their defense it, it, to steal from Lamar Jackson is shitty. They, they're they're not going hmm. to the Super Bowl with playing three games, uh, one or two of which would be on the road. They're just not. They're not going to repeat. They're not going to catch lightning in a bottle the way they did a year ago. There was a surprise factor to them riding that wave. That that's not going to happen. I think the Ravens are are really. I know I keep saying this. They are really scary. This the everybody just decided about them two, three weeks ago because of COVID and mm-hmm. look at their record. Now they're not even gonna and they're still not even in the play. They're gonna get into the playoffs. One. And to answer your question, who do I want less, Sal? Like, I mean, as a Steelers fan, I don't mean uh who would I rightly feel excited about the steel? Who would who would I feel confident right now after the last two weeks of football action? Would I look at and say, oh, yeah, the Steelers are in good shape against that team. The Jets? I mean, like this side yeah, of the right, Jets, right. who would no, I be I excited about them playing? But uh, I, I would say, though, the Ravens have a chip on their shoulder. They were bounced early. They were the number one seed. They could have run the they could have been undefeated last year. You know, like uh, where the Browns, I don't think this is the case, but they could be just happy to be their team. You know, after I feel all like these years. I might put I some think money that's on liberating the Browns. now, but yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, Charlotte. No, no, no. I, I I, just, I think I might put my, like, if we're doing this, if you're doing, like, yeah. take the 24 to one, put some money down on it, money down, down, I can't down. speak, um, the, <laughs> down on the Browns. And, uh, you know, if it happens, what an amazing surprise. And if it doesn't, you had a little fun. Yeah, that's right. You're all right. You're on Rachel Bonetta's Browns. That was good. I uh, might she, do she, it. Was, she was distraught yesterday. I was like, hey, listen. You have a lot more important games ahead of you than this one last night. Um, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Miles yeah. Garrett shooting his yap off about yeah. like, hey, the Steelers left the left the door open or whatever he said there. Like, yeah, listen, worry about you, Miles Garrett. Right. Um, you have to uh, beat the Giants. That's not a given yet. Um, you yeah, no. Host that, Pittsburgh they, they, in they, Week 17. I mean, the it, it's interesting. Um, Greg Rosenthal threw it out there, um, our pal, and said. Week 17, more than usual, uh, teams might sit their guys to rest mm-hmm. up for the playoffs to make sure that they're go- – I don't know if I agree with that or not, but is Pittsburgh going to be kind of like, ah, what's the difference if we play in an empty Heinz field or an empty Buffalo again? Let's just go up there and let's rest our guys for week 17 as a for instance. You know, I think – they got to think someone that might want to try to create their own buy, right? Or half a buy or half a well, game or something like that. Right? As far as that goes, if you're Pittsburgh and tracking to the two or three seed mm-hmm. and you're looking at the Browns, are they going to willfully sort of playing the Browns in week 17? Are they going to say for strategic pers- p- uh, reasons as well? 
are they going to say, let's just lay down because we don't want to show anything that we have, um, yeah, maybe. you know, uh, a- a- any sort of offensive structure that we want or the implementation in December that we want to reveal to the Browns before we play them next week kind of thing. Or yeah. are you then forcing your hand to go play the, that that's, uh, that's an interesting element of, um, of how this all breaks. But you know, with the Browns happy to be there equals Sal almost always that they are liberated. It's the counter to being the, the team cursed by Sposta. When you're, right. when you're playing like, Hey, devil may care. If we win a game, great. Then you are liberated. You are not burdened by, we're not supposed, we better beat this team. We've played all year long and we're 14 and two. Kind of that is gravity on your shoulders as a player. I've seen both. I've seen both. I know what you're saying, but I've also seen teams that aren't supposed to be there and haven't made the playoffs in 11 years and they go out there and lose 24-6 on the road. But I, I do see what you're saying. I do want to get back to your Steelers and I don't want you to yell at me because I didn't bring this up. We're going to be upset about this. And Joel, I don't know. We'll Joel see. Solomon, I, I want you to weigh in here because you're the one who brought this to my attention about Big Ben's numbers versus last year. Do, do you Again, I don't want to get screamed at. So you present this because this is your thing and your team. I, I mean, I don't want Dave to get upset here. <laughs> but I'm already up. Believe me, I uh, saw the game. I saw the game on Sunday night. I'm already upset. All right. Just keep in mind, it's Jim's birthday. All right. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Okay, and no outbursts, please. In in 2019, when everyone said the Steelers struggled without Big Ben, pass per attempt yards, 6.3. This year, in 2020 with Big Ben, pass per attempt yards, 6.3. In in 2019. Yards per attempt. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Rushing yards per attempt, 3.7. Ooh. In in 2020, 3.7. Doesn't sound like an MVP to me. Are you sure the website under- didn't just glitch and like <laughs> put the numbers over from last year? This is I don't Steelers understand. Fan. Sal stinks. I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't understand how you, you know? because you want to upset people. I get it. And you yeah, want to yeah. upset me in this. All right. Game. Now you understand. You yeah. cannot use my words out of context. I said, <laughs> as a general principle in the right. 21st century quarterback league, I get if it. a team, I told you they weren't going to go undefeated and mm. now they have two losses. Since I made that statement, I don't think that was a bold uh, remark on my part. How about as a general principle? If they went undefeated, you would have to give that quarterback the MVP. That's the way it would have to be. It's crazy that the conversation got to where it is. Now, back in reality, as a general principle, because of their offense, if those stats are as they, as such as Joel laid them out, as a general principle, you could make the argument that the team didn't improve based on that MVP stats, though, right? As a general principle, I mean, that's <laughs> your, but right in the context of a team that over the last month hasn't, has, has had a JV offense, then yeah, of course, that's how they ended up losing to Washington and, and right. getting shamed by Buffalo. So here we are now. And yeah, it's there's the, the thing with the Steelers, you got to be surprised by those numbers though, right? Aren't you a little surprised by that? I was surprised. If you would have told me a month ago that that's what was upcoming, yes, I would be surprised by what the the short term future held right. for uh, for this offense that was kind of relatively speaking kind of rolling there for um, yeah. the first half of the season. I mean, the thing the the thing with the Steelers' offense is obviously the defense has been gutted with some key guys, and 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 so that's forgivable. But the uh, the offense the the there's something. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but there there's something the sum doesn't equal the parts there. There's something wrong with guys on the offensive line, David DeCastro, what's going on with him? He was a high end. I don't evaluate uh, offensive linemen, but from what I gather, he's really struggling and it's weird. And then I wonder if and then the drops and everything else, but it also feels like this whole thing has been engineered on some level for Roethlisberger to take zero contact. Like it's not like, "Ah, mm-hmm. he's older." You can't, you can't, um, you know, you can't let him expect him to run around like he used to right. and make plays and out of the pocket and everything. Okay. That's one thing it's a, a, well, now he gets rid of the ball more quickly. Okay. I get all that. It's also weird that under no circumstance, can he do anything other than just get rid of the ball immediately? There's something, there's something that, that the structure of this offense is all 
built you, around the idea of like, do you think maybe well, you can't all... ever let the quarterback get hit there? Right. And that makes me think that that they slash he is trying to hide the fact that something's going on with him. And or and, maybe or maybe, maybe they all have to go number two, trying to hide the fact. I mean, <laughs> could that's something that could be the, could could, be. the, the entire offensive line have to need a bathroom break. Um, for two I hours. don't know. It's a believe me. It's a uh, regional panic. It's uh, <laughs> in uh, in Pittsburgh. What's going on and who's to blame? Um, is it the offensive coordinator? Mm. Is it Roethlisberger? Is it the O line? Is it Deontay Johnson? A lot of lot of troubles. It's a it's a uh, it's a plagued uh, holiday season there on the banks of mm. the three rivers. All right, that wasn't too bad. I, I, I don't think I got yelled at too much there. Joel is the one that you should have targeted your uh, vitriol there. No, but. it's crazy. It's it, I mean put to put it in that perspective. I mean, you know, Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph level production from this offense. Just, I mean, like I say, that's the sum, all it is. Yeah. It's bizarre. But think about it. look at look at what they have on the field. What's going on? I what, get it. How do you explain that? Uh, guess what? I have a team I root for that has nine losses and all pros and seventy million dollar guys all over the place. So I don't. I, I struggle with that same question right there. But. Um, all right. Hey, Charlotte, maybe I need help, though, guys. Yeah, what's up? Uh, Raiders Chargers tomorrow. Let's preview this really quickly. FanDuel mm. has the Raiders favored by three and a half and 53 on the Thursday pregame show. I'm going for number eight in a row. Okay. And I'm very upset that the pregame crew, um, despite the fact that this was supposed to be in the copy and they were supposed to mention my streak and that I'm paid and hired to give picks on the show and that I've won seven in a row, they've not mentioned this at all. And you talk about some not equaling the parts, Dave. This is um, this is purposely done now at this point. And I take my uh, comedy bit, whatever, out on them. Uh, so what? This could be my last week. <laughs> because, oh my uh, God! Is are you using your spot to? Yell I'm very at upset. I'm very people I think for these, not giving I you find, credit for. Picking I find correctly. these are best that uh, when <laughs> I am angriest and I take a shot at. You know, in a in a uh, sarcastic way, I'm like, oh, why would they mention that I have a streak going? They're too busy doing X, Y, Z. So no. the X, Y, Z is where uh, things oh my get God. really bad. Yes, I have to. Well, self-sabotage is, is, is everything uh, I'm about. But when it comes to picking the game itself, talk me in or out of the Chargers or Raiders. I'm not sure which way to lean because they're both spectacularly bad on different levels. But go ahead, Charlotte. I'm taking I'm go I'm going with Chargers. I think that the Chargers okay. are finally going to win a game and I think it's going to be against the Raiders because the Raiders Well, they won are last week. They they nipped the eked one out against the Falcons, another Oh my uh, god, I forgot. Yeah, I know. This is what it happens when you play the Falcons. You don't even count it as a win. Well, so but... that doesn't count as a win. No, okay. Right. So, <laughs> but that still holds. Like you can you right. can Oh my god, I totally forgot that game. <laughs> I thought they Wow, sorry. Um but okay, so they've they've won a game. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the Raiders are much more erratic, and I think that Justin Herbert is better um, than Derek Carr. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is maybe the Raiders just had a really good month there, and now they've been exposed for what they are, and mm -hmm. the Chargers can have a chance against them. So I go Chargers, right. especially. You, you would go Chargers. Yeah. Okay, my thing with the Chargers is here's here's the negatives. We know what we're getting with them. Right. They're going to screw up some kind of clock management at the end of the first half or at the end of the game. They're probably not going to be up 14 in the fourth quarter against anyone. So you are going to have to sweat out that dumb decision, dumb True. something going there. My problem with the Raiders, Dave, is they've been really, really bad. They lost by 37 to the Falcons three weeks ago. They really should have lost to the Jets two weeks ago. And they got uh, trounced by the Colts by 17 at home last week. Maybe they're crumbling like they did last year. But uh, against the Chargers, that, that could be just what the doctor ordered. I don't know. Which way are you leaning? I hear you. And it really should be as they as uh, the oldies like myself like to swoon over the days of AFC West past. This should be a shootout between these two teams. And somehow, you know, therefore, it's going to go under <laughs> because they do both possess they I mean both offenses do kind of possess the the ability to to grind the clock a little bit and so maybe it will depress scoring a little bit but I do think look at the you know what would the number be remove yourself from last weekend's results mm -hmm. and what would the number be in favor of the Raiders I think five five and a half I did think about that it's a now, massive it's a massive really? swing owed to recency bias they're like whoa hey the Chargers they're back now and the Raiders have been exposed 
kind of logic based on the preceding on the immediate 60 minutes that we just saw from these two teams. The Raiders are playing for something here. They should be able to take care of business against the Chargers. I, I, I'll, I'll ride with the Raiders here. Hmm. All right. I think I'm going to screw this up either way. Keep in mind, I just picked. I don't pick against the spread. It's just straight up, but that seems difficult as, enough. As far as I, that goes, what do we do, Sal? I mean, I know everybody cares about uh, fantasy football, especially our league. No. The cool cats. Well, the Sal's are out. The Sal's have been vanquished. They're out Did of not, the playoff picture. Really, you were, really you were, bad you, job. Bad job. You were fraudulent. Us. You were, you were, <laughs> I mean, listen, to be fair, I mean, you were never really, <laughs> right. a, you were never really a powerhouse contender right. for the title. Okay. Be, be you, you, careful you fought your way you're, you're in. De- you're, de- you're describing your last two championships, but go ahead. Keep going. I mean, you were like I'd, a six seed both times, but go ahead. Take it back. Take that back. <laughs> we got right at the right time. I do time. have to be careful, Charlotte. You know how this works. If we got Dave healthy at the right thing, time. Yeah, you better be. You better. He be could careful. kick me you, out of the league. Poking oh yeah, no, trust at? me, I remember. He'll you're like le- you're like Kareem Hunt. This one's for Miles. Like, listen, <laughs> realize who you're talking to here, Sal. This mm. is uh, silly. You're at the kitty table. You're wow. talking to the you're talking to the juggernaut. Now, All right. do I go Justin Herbert against the Raiders, wow. or do I go with the guy who probably is the Cool Cats 2020 MVP to this point, Kyler Murray? Do I go? Which QB do I roll with? Well, you're going with Murray. You're, this is not yeah, even a consideration. What? This is just uh, the last couple of few weeks. I've been toying with going with the kid. Just I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he's up to the prime time, the 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 big spot there. But I don't know really what to do. You the know. Raiders, the way this they is play all defense. For show, I really for don't. Show. I really don't he, know. Think he about just it. told us both offenses are going to grind it out on Thursday night. And now, I now mean, yeah. What would you do, Charlotte? Uh, Murray. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think uh well, I mean, do I get a piece of the cut if I if I give you good advice there? Like you got to you got to know which version of Kyle Murray you're getting. Is it the one that took off and and extended drives last week or is it the one we saw 3 weeks before who couldn't really catch up with New Hopkins or anything I like don't that? know. I don't know if you're confused by the by the uh properties of Zoom, Sal, but you and I are in the exact same uh time and space right now. You know, like uh, so what like you're asking me questions as though I'm three days ahead of you in the, into oh, the future. Like, I don't I know see. which Kyler Murray anymore than you do. That's I thought true. We're, we're talking in real time. Here. I was I don't asking know which Charlotte. One it's be. I know you don't know. I was asking Charlotte. She has a finger. Yeah, on the I can see this. the future. Um, yeah. I think that, you know what? Here's a fun thing. Go with Herbert, because then you yeah. know for sure what you've done early. That, Do you know what I mean? Like, then, you know, like if he is a great game, you're like, wow, I nailed that. And if he doesn't, you're like, OK, I blew it instead it, of like Herbert does something and you're like, all right, well, let's see if Kyler can beat that. Like, it's over. You've done it. It's funny. We I, I have the uh, opposite approach where you keep your opponent thinking the psychology mm. is uh, don't show anything until you have to. And um, oh, I'm very it, much a get it over with. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I know it's so stupid. It doesn't a really huge, matter. A huge, I know, but yeah. a, I mean, grown men, this is a ridiculous thing. One will have 21.3 points. The other will have 23.4 points. I know, but if Kyle, I, I, it just will be, there's nothing, even in even in this awful year of 2020, there still would be nothing worse that I could possibly think of than looking at uh, 40 points just sitting on my bench <laughs> for four idiot. long yeah. days. <laughs> nothing For worse. two or three long days. <laughs> That's pretty if bad. If Justin Herbert puts up 40 points, I'll just... That'll haunt me in a way I, I I wouldn't even be able to articulate. I'll tell you what, I did not start Baker Mayfield because he was projected to have 17 points or something in my playoff game. Had I started him, he, he scored north of 40. I would have lost by point one. And ah. I'm so glad I didn't do yes. that. I mean, that would have been a miserable nine months for me. Honestly, I would not have let that go. So thank God. That was a good move by me, it turned out. Now we're a, 120 a po- minutes away from, from a dynasty. I mean, there, there will be no argument. <laughs> what? If How we, many if years we in a row, Dave? I've won two out of the last three. If I win it this time and three out of the last four, I mean, that's it. That that defines You dynasty. lost the trophy. You burned down. They hung a banner for you and you <laughs> burned it. You went to the rafters and took a, a torch and, and set fire that's to it. That's your problem. You're playing for the wrong. You're here for the wrong reasons, like a guy on The Bachelorette, Sal. That's not what it's about. We're not in it for the hardware. We're in it yeah. for, for, you know, for the eternal place 
that we will take along with sports greatest dynasties. All right. If one what, more son wait, of a bitch we would join with the me, 60s Celtics compares and, me and with the, to a guy on the bachelorette again, I'm going to lose my mind. I get the it all Steelers the Steelers of the 70s. They're and usually and connect so. for the 90s. <laughs> it would join the pantheon of all time great sports dynasties. You're a crazy person. Um, Joel Solomon, jump in here because I read this article three times. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Nickelodeon is airing a playoff game on CBS Wild Card Weekend, and they're going to, uh, you're shaking your head. Do I have that wrong? Already? Don't, because don't pretend like you're not excited to watch the game on Nickelodeon. I, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I, I don't get it. I, I'm going to turn off Romo and Nance and put on Nickelodeon. And uh, is it even a Romo Wait, this Nance is an game? alternate broadcast? It's not this, just. This what? is an alternate kids edition Nickelodeon themed broadcast. Uh, you've got SpongeBob Costas hosting it. Oh, stop, stop it. it. Come on. No, Come on. no, I'm That's just kidding. No, it's, okay. it's, oh. <laughs> Noah, it's Noah Eagle uh, calling it with Nate Burleson and some Noah Eagle. Star. Is that Ian Eagle's son? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. Uh, I thought that was another joke, but the I'm, I was trying to figure it out. Wait, the, who okay. is I, Actually, I've, I've heard of Noah Eagle. I don't know and who so, that is. So the Ian Eagle's what the probably CBS's uh, second team guy. He was a big, big guy on the fan. He would do the fan updates for uh mm -hmm. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's a great, yeah. he's a great fella. Yeah, there's going to yeah, be a, like uh, a pregame special uh, with SpongeBob's best sports moments featuring Jim Nance and Tony Romo. But the big, it looks like the big uh, highlight here during the game, they're going to superimpose slime dumps, not to be confused with what Lamar Jackson did. This is a <laughs> I hate this slime dumps in the end zone. Uh, I don't know if you can bet on what color the slime will be, but I think that's the green. Want to be green? It has to be green. I mean, it could. We don't know. It could be different colors. I mean, if the, the Jets team. are in that playoff game, it has to be. Oh no, there won't be. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> mad at my dad for not being a sports broadcaster. I could be on <laughs> prime time by now. I'm mad at your dad too. I really, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but, but, no, we. I, I don't know what we. Well, I, what's a joke, Joel? Really, the slime is real. The alternate broadcast. I don't know. I'm gonna. What are they going to do? Like if Miles Garrett starts swinging a helmet, how are they going to soften that for the kids? Uh, slime, probably okay. more slime. But slime, <laughs> slime. The guy, the guy, whoever he hits, will just get one of those. That was all. That's my least favorite thing in cartoons when we were growing up. I don't think they do it as much anymore. But it used to be if you got clubbed over the head in a cartoon, that a big, oh, yeah. bruise like a big, uh, like um, <laughs> yep, kind of volcano shaped thing would come up out of your head, and it would have it would be nude colored and it would have like hairs coming out of it it was right. too gross yeah but then it, go, it goes too. down almost immediately right and then the yeah but it's still gross sometimes it's red at. too yeah <laughs> it's yeah. no good uh charlotte what fell off your is that kobe that fell off your candle no 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 this is um deandre uva what's his last name i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> there he is you're the big fan the big fan yeah. I'm a huge fan. This is DeAndre. <laughs> is that DeAndre from UVA? Yep. Sure is. <laughs> and you have him on the candle and he just fell over because you forgot his name. DeAndre yep. Hunter? Sure. DeAndre Hunter, right? From the championship yeah. team? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> big fan. All right. I don't know what to make of this Nickelodeon thing. I'm not watching. Uh, I love it, is what I is what I think. I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. If you've Get seen the kids in early. what they're I have to, to see do, it. I don't even know what well, yeah, you've seen the animation over the top of the highlights. It's gonna, it's gonna be fun, and in fact, maybe that's all Fox needs to do to give you your moment. They should put fireworks around you for your streak. And by the <laughs> way, where's my parade, Sal? I went uh, five and zero oh this past. I week, know, punctuated by that You're two point fire. conversion. You're looking for your parade. Cool guys, I'm demanding just one brag about how good at <laughs> gambling you are in front of me. Don't. I'm don't really. I'm embarrassed. Listen, don't be embarrassed because it doesn't matter if we win. Um, you know, the, the pregame show is not going to be supportive. So don't want it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter if you win or lose. Oh this is what God. happened for 20 years. We've been doing this, Dave. The same Will you thing text me when, when Jimmy made the picks. What yeah. you're doing. So I know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I will. I, will. I, I think I know what I'm doing. No, 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 no. no? We, cannot, <laughs> oh. we cannot secretly don't pull back the curtain here. Yes, we have All a right. three way text chain when we talk mm. about these. But I think you have we, we cannot start making Charlotte's pick for her. That's that. No, that's no, 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 oh, no, no. I mean, she I want to know my Thursday thing, the Raiders okay. and the Chargers. Oh. I'm so curious. Yeah, yeah no, oh, Charlotte. Oh, oh, oh. No, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm making my own bed. Trust me, Dave. <laughs>
We're gonna we're gonna uh I'm not gonna say we're gonna win. I don't know. We're gonna do our extra points for extra pay parlay. That's on Friday. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to add a little excitement to your sports watching experience, do it by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook this football season. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique, fun bet types like same-game parlays and exclusive always-on promotions to let you get more action out of every game. And if you win, they get you your winning safely in as little as 24 hours right now. FanDuel's letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Place a bet on any game. FanDuel will refund you up to a grand. If you don't win your first bet, you uh, you lose. You'll get your entire bet if you win. And then uh, if you lose, 1000 in site credit. There you go. So Thursday night game. Yeah, I'm not going to pick a winner, but um, Dave, you would say under. Let's just make a same game parlay now for everybody. We went two out of three. Of course, I, I cost us on the Monday same game parlay by saying Andrews would score first. Charlotte, you went over. That game I was went way go. over. No, went I went way- under. No. Didn't she go over? She I went said over, I was yeah. going to go. Oh, oh okay. for God's sake. Charlotte. Oh, good. Come on, take a, the, 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 they're few and far between. If I thought I win, lost. I was, I was so worried. Okay. No, you won, and Dave won by saying that uh, Baker would throw a pick. Right. Charlotte's so. like the Jets. Like, yeah, the, you're going to you beat the Raiders. You beat the Raiders. You're not going to go like, no, no, no. Not yet. We haven't like one more play, Derek Carr. No, I'm just going to go in the locker room, save my arm for next week. No, Derek, please throw one long pass. <laughs> Try, please. Oh, we lost. Yeah. All right, um, Charlotte. So over under in this game, let's make a same game. Party. What is F- it? Fifty three. Mm, boy, that's tough. That's high enough that I'm like, uh, but tw- I'm still going over. I'm still going over. All right. Over 53. You think about in the mid 50s, high 50s. All right, Dave, uh, will someone throw an interception? What what would you pick for? A well, I know gift? that a lot of I, I know that Keenan Allen, um, his health is in some question, but I think he'll mm. end up showing up. And it's weird that the, the cliches are the rhetoric that broadcasters throw out whoever the teams are that they're playing, there's always a guy on the field that they have to say like, this guy is one of the more underappreciated blanks in, in our league kind of stuff. Yeah. And yet it actually applies and it's fraudulent usually. Cause if somebody is overrated or underrated and you point mm. it out every week, they're there for by definition, no longer underrated. If you keep right. talking about how they're underrated, Julian Edelman was that guy for a long time. I feel like Keenan Allen though is for real somehow underappreciated every right. for the last three or four years we've talked about this guy i this is too long for what you're a uh, simple question yeah i mean but i'm I looking think, for a same game parlay here <laughs> keenan <laughs> allen for a touchdown is what i'm getting to but it is weird that every year hmm. this guy he's now transcended the julio jones versus um antonio brown era who's the best receiver and now we're on to a whole nother group of wide receivers and still keenan allen is the guy who people say like you know Keenan Allen's name gets lift off that list too much. And it does. Keenan Allen, yeah. great season. His best, probably the best uh, of his uh, of his very nice NFL career. I say he gets in the end zone here. All right. Uh, Keenan that was Allen. long. I know. I realized. But oh, I wanted in to a, make my uh, case. Oh, in an end zone. Okay, so that's minus 105 to right. score. Charlotte's going over 53. Uh, all right. I'll pick, uh, you know what? I'll pick Justin Herbert passing yards over 276 and a half. You do that okay. same game parlay together and it comes out to a lot what is it oh see i got a lot of baker stuff in here uh there we go plus 402 right there herbert over over 53 keenan allen anytime scorer plus 402 do that that is our same game parlay if you've never tried fanduel sportsbook what the hell are you waiting for download the fanduel sportsbook app get started and be sure to sign up with promo code extra points so they know we sent you FanDuel Sportsbook promo code extra points. I'll tell you what, Jim, if that parlay hits, we're going to pay you out. Okay. That's your birthday gift right there. Thank you still you. there, Jim? You already Jim. got him a Tom Cruise. Message. Oh, yeah. That's right. How much between Aunt Char Toast and the Tom Cruise message? And too much uh, birthday. And Jim is one of, you know, he plays his whole life like this, Dave. You notice this. He's very cool about it, but he really likes his birthday. And he's one of those guys who ironically puts on Twitter that. Hey, it's my birthday. Um, just here's my wish list. What did you send? You put Amazon up there, like your Amazon 
gift wish list, that, right? That's correct. Yeah. It's what not do you like want, you're guessing and like giving me, you know, a shitty Tom Cruise <clears throat> right. It's not like you're going to turn down those gifts. You actually do want you want people to buy you stuff, right? Yes, obviously. Okay, good. <laughs> but is Jim one of those guys in normal years? They are you one of these guys who throws himself a birthday party? Like, do you organize? We're all meeting up at Blank Bar, and, and yes. you organize back, your own. Back birthday? in the day in New York, yeah, we would go out. He was. I threw, my, I threw myself. A, if you live in New York, you kind of have to throw yourself a birthday party. Do you? Yeah. yeah. We, we have to be like, bar. come to this bar. It's the like bar you you're at, and they'll come and buy you drinks. Right. Exactly. exactly. It's just easier, right? When they use public transportation and everything. Right. Um. All right. Wow. Uh, Giannis, I don't know when the hell his birthday is, but ni nice little gift for him. Five years, $228 million. Sign the Supermax extension. He is going to be a buck for a while, another half decade, it looks like. And the thing that gets me, <laughs> the funniest thing to me is Knicks fans, my friend, my Nick fan friends are devastated by this. <laughs> like, oh my God, as if they had the, a chance. It's like when, uh, like Jen Aniston and Justin Thoreau break out and uh, some guys are like, oh, all right. Oh, OK. Good for me. It's like, no, you're, you're never getting Jen Aniston. The Knicks, uh, Giannis was never playing for the Dolans. Um, this is silliness, right? I'm sorry, Knicks fans. It's it's not going to happen for another three or four years. You got to change ownership, I think. Knicks fans are devastated by everything at this point. Yeah. I mean, and then the saddest thing is watching Knicks fans on Twitter get hope from preseason games. And realize that they're uh, getting hope for no reason and still do it anyway. And uh, I mean, I, I, I've, it's just sad. I just want, I want them to sell the team. I want the best for the Knicks. Um, but yeah, Giannis was never, Giannis oh, I, is not going to be there. You know what, you know what made me feel old and I'm not that old is that Giannis has now been in the league for seven years. Has he really? Yeah, that's right. Isn't I that insane? At that I thought I thought he was like he, you know, like this was his third year at most, but right. it's been seven years. Two time MVP winner, back to back. They say it can't happen again. Um, well, it's only happened a handful of times where back to back to back. Um, but anyway, Bucks are much better with him than they are without him. Yeah, they, I do the, think the, the Knicks fans thing is fun. The Knicks. Obi Toppin, they drafted him out of Dayton. <laughs> he made like three out of his first five shots, and that was in a preseason game, and that was maybe a top five moment of the decade for the Knicks fans. That yeah, I know, but I like I like our pal Tate Frazier pointed out, it's cool that uh, that he's wearing number one. See, that's what we Obi, were talking yeah. about earlier. Tua should be wearing number two. Right. Obi is wearing one. Good yeah, for why you, Yeah, why can't Knicks one? fans just that. be happy about that? It's that's not about cool. winning. I think that's they are. Cool. Yeah. Now, I, I think, I think about the number the Knickerbockers, one. Yeah. You know, it's it's I I it's I feel like it's that maybe people don't relate to this. Uh, and again, old curmudgeon kind of logic here. But the Knickerbockers are one of those franchises that are uh, kind of like Notre Dame in college football, and and you know, other Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys in pro football. It's more fun when they're good. The Knickerbockers. Oh yeah, it's been yeah. so long since they've been relevant. You know, if you're 25 years old, you can't recall a world in which the Knickerbockers were relevant in pro basketball. The big winner for this is everybody on in the West. I really did think that it was going to somehow, some way after the couple of, yeah, after the, the, the swoon by uh, Golden State, I thought by hook or by crook, somehow Giannis, and that would be such a story. Too, I did too. Yeah. Based on his skill set paired up. I mean, just think about what that would be with with the way he plays and if you put him with Steph how how uh scary a duo that becomes with the other parts there as it is now i think keeping him over in the east makes it so that you we should see once again the lakers at least get to the finals right yeah. can we say that well, now that the lakers are, are now destined I, almost about the certainly fact that this is just good for basketball like a small right. market team I agree could now with that thrive too. and right, stick right, around right. and it's not like i know every player is like well i don't want to play kyrie I want to play for X this year. So goodbye. I'll put, okay. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll make a dream team out of that. And either it works or it doesn't work. Like I get the excitement of that, but it's nice to have this little balance here where guys will stay loyal to teams that they're not going to make a trillion dollars off of marketing. You know, he didn't go to New York. He didn't go to LA or California or anything. Charlotte, I do think, right? Small uh, market. Bubble yeah. Rock. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> Bubble rock. Yeah. When, when Katie went to, um, the Warriors in 2016. I was very much of the, you know, do whatever you got to do for to get your rings. And like, if if teams don't care, it's sort of like, you know, corporations don't care about you as much. Like, 
Yeah. It, it's just, it comes down to that. And more recently, I think since so many players have just left and it's become mm-hmm. so um, top heavy in certain markets, I I think that there is something to be said. I really admire Giannis for being like, this is where I've come up. Sure. I'm going to stay here. It. I don't, I, th- I guess loyalty is the right word, but it's also it's also just like a very generous thing for him to do for fans. And I yes. think that there's something really cool about that, um, especially because so many guys haven't done that recently, which I I'm, also understand. I'm hypocritical because I look at a guy like Deshaun Watson. If And if he played in the NBA, he would just be like, get me the fuck off this team. That's it, <laughs> right? I'm not playing for the Texans anymore. All right. And that would be it. He would be able to move. Eventually, they would make a deal. But football's not like that. So I'm hypocritical because I or feel he'd like show guy- up like with 30 pounds packed on like. James All right. Harden. So, that, so that's the next thing. James Harden. There was a, a cutaway of him and he far be it for me to call out someone's weight. But he looks like he gained 75 pounds in six weeks. <laughs> um, and I, I, f- I feel bad because it's like someone's it's like, whoa, I usually have four months off. Why are you cutting me short in the middle of my my off season here? But um, I don't know. It was funny. He's looking a lot like Kimbo Slice in that. Uh, <laughs> Kimbo, a lot of extra slices um, in that picture I saw of him. Um, I Dave, think he, I, the guy that I thought he looked like is, do you ever watch uh, the home fix-it shows on HGTV? He looks like the one half of the Mississippi couple who um, fixes up ha- houses. You know who I'm talking about? I didn't like the see big burly sorry, guy. Well, hey, oh, hey, honey. You know, that guy. That's what yeah. he kind of looks like, which is not ideal for a uh, NBA superstar. Um, <laughs> he is an, and joke thief. I, I don't want to be charged with joke thief. And I'm pretty sure it was uh, it was Jeffrey Ross who once compared uh, the late, great Ralphie May when he was dressed in a red T-shirt as we saw him walking towards the house to watch football one day, he he, he shouted, "Hey, Kool Aid!" and uh, <laughs> and we were delighted by it. Um, I I, I said uh, the same thing, but maybe that's what James Harden is doing. He is inflating himself to be Kool Aid so that he doesn't have to break in. Instead, he has to break out of his current Interesting. situation All and right. go on to. I, uh, to Charlotte, you got place. James Harden jokes? Let's just let him fly. We started with the <laughs> shit jokes with Lamar. Yeah. I commented that, uh, you know, his new double doubles are courtesy of in and out. But what what do you got? You know, for some (laughs) reason, I couldn't bring myself to make fun of James Harden because Mm. I I, I felt um, a little I felt a little mean. Like I I appreciated the jokes and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to let everybody else take this. Also, because I saw. A few people tweeted that James Harden was like, "Oh no, no, I'm I'm gonna lose the weight on company time." Like he he was like, "You yeah. want me back? I'll show up, but I'm not gonna show up in shape, and you're gonna pay me to get back in shape." And there was something about that that I kind of I kind of admired. I also really? then saw. I, feel I like think that, a lot of guys are feeling that way, but only a few are gonna say that. <laughs> I feel and, like it might have been the angle too, to be honest, because yeah, I watched probably. some of the some of the clips, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know that he's quite as ch- that might have been an unflattering picture. I mean, he's definitely not in the shape he was in. Probably. Or maybe he wants to go to Chicago because he's packing on weight unnaturally. Mm. Almost, he's making he's doing the remake of Raging Bull. He wants oh. to be raging bulls, and he's, right. he was getting fat mm-hmm. like uh, like De Niro did for <laughs> for the 1980 classic. That film. could be it. Charlotte um, might be right. It is just one picture we saw. Someone no, took no, a picture no. of her in a diner that she didn't like. You know, she was caught off guard with her uh, <laughs> boyfriend Jim Connolly. No, no, just, no! Don't take away. Happened. Don't take. This no? is a rare opportunity in our politically correct society. You're not allowed to make fat jokes anymore. When it's somebody yeah. who's worth two hundred million dollars, I think there's an exception that that, that is uh, is there. So yes, please leave us our fat jokes. They're so Thank much you. fun. Thank you. Yes, and he'll lose the weight, and they'll be in the playoffs, and they'll be a five seed, and they'll lose in the second round, and everything will be good in the world again. Um, well, it's also not fair I wanna... because James Harden can gain that much weight, and in two weeks can look amazing. I know. So it it's sucks. like, come on, man. You know, it's like the joke's really on anyone else, to be right. honest. Right. He's probably like, I, I just, as long as I can run seven miles a night, which is what an NBA player does, right? <laughs> he'll lose the right. weight. And I don't think there are fun. a lot of puns about his last name, his surname and everything, but just let's just, until he loses the weight, he can't be James Harden. He's got to be Jimbo. Doesn't that Jimbo seem Harden? the-, the yeah. James yeah. Softin. Yeah, right. J- Jimbo seems to suit him a little bit more. But also regarding Giannis Jumbo, and Jimbo. his yeah. significance to um, 
to the city of Milwaukee. I do have to say, because I, I, I really am fascinated by the import of an athlete to a town and how he mm. associates and everything else. I think John Elway is up there in Denver lore in his significance, but I floated it before and I've never heard a good comeback to it. Is there anybody who has meant more to his city than Mario Lemieux than Pittsburgh, PA? Can you think of anybody? Tom in Brady history? to Boston. Charlotte, let's just no, say I mean, no. he left. He went to, he went to, sorry, no. he went to Tampa. And then we can, end, we can end the podcast. I, mean, okay, no. I have another question. Right, oh, yeah, Dave. no, Mario Lemieux. Yeah, of course. Pittsburgh. Who else? Well, sure. that's true. And I, I, because there is no right answer beyond uh, him. He bought the team. <laughs> he saved them. But also with Tom Cruise to bring it on home. I was watching Tom Cruise. I can't think of very many times he's ever died in a movie, but I was watching oh. Blackhawk down last night and Tom Sizemore improbably. I couldn't remember. I assumed he was going to die, and I remember, you know, Tom Sizemore gets sure. killed in yeah. uh, no. in Saving Private Sizemore? Ryan. He's the guy who's been in a lot of those reality show drug addict kind of stuff. He's had to his drug issues for the last, I think, 15, 20 years, the real life guy. Um. But it occurred, Tom, I was surprised almost that Tom Sizemore didn't die in, in Black Hawk Down because it seems like he all, he's one of those guys. Who do you think? Here's just a question for the listener and for you guys. What person, what actor has had the worst um, batting average for surviving the movies that he or she is in and who has the best? Think about oh. that. Like, has Tom Cruise, has he died in any movie? Has Tom I Cruise thought, ever gotten killed in a movie? Yeah. Didn't Dustin Hoffman kill him in his sleep in Rain Man or did they delete that scene? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 was, that was the director's cut. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. I don't, no, confused. I don't think that was the mainstream. But Joe Pesci? Real, Pesci. That she dies in. Uh, he died in Casino in Goodfellas. Oh, you're saying died the most or the least? Or a percentage Both. of staying alive? Both. Oh, I was saying uh, the most. It? I feel like uh, Joe Pesci die, always who, dies. Has anyone like who's been in at least 10 movies? There's got to mm. be somebody who's been if you a minimum standard kind of thing. Like if you've been in at least 15, 20 movies, let's say. Right. Like George Clooney. Has he Jennifer ever died Aniston. in a movie? Well, but they do rom-coms, a lot of them. But no, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously. Jennifer yeah, she, Aniston. <laughs> she's <laughs> never died in a movie, you're has right. she? You're right. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess Charlize it's, yeah, Theron, now, now that, has she ever died in a movie? Now that we're talking it out, you're probably right. Women are probably going to be exempted from that because they're not going to be in as many cops and robbers shootout yeah. kind of movies. This is all on my brain, too, because it's of the heat. patriarchy. The patriarchy 20, yeah. takes away the opportunity for women to die on screen. You know, maybe yeah, Meryl Streep. Maybe that's why she's the best. She just she that's why to live that, this also because heat is now just past its 25th birthday and it's one of the all time okay. great movies. Tom Sizemore also gets killed in that one too. Interesting. Like, I, I'm going to I mean, or maybe it's Google not interesting, but I, I was. Well, let's look at it. it. Yeah, there are some that just shouldn't count because they just do, don't do movies where they would get killed. But like he, Sandra Bullock is probably not going to be dead. Ah, well, right. she could have gotten killed in, uh, you know, driving that bus and everything. So interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, he just. I think 25. it's a guy specific thing, though. Yeah, probably. Jim is going to die if Dave doesn't wind this down. I heard Jimmy uh, that, Con, a... Jimmy Con, right there. He <laughs> dies in a lot of movies. That's got, true. Got shot on the causeway. I, I can't find a, a list of when Joe Pesci dies, but I still think he dies a lot. All right. Let's bring this back next week or uh, ne next show Friday. Okay. He was embarrassed um, by that kid in Home Alone. But he didn't die. That's he true. He didn't die. His dignity died. Emotionally, right. he died. All right. Today we've learned Dave is watching HDTV and and Black Hawk Down. So Jesus, yeah, you okay, man? That's what, that's <laughs> you what I'm want to talk about this. something. As my wife says that every she walks into the room all the time, like, oh, everything. Why always it's something depressing on? I'm like, I don't know what you think. What 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 world do you live in? Where every every TV <laughs> yeah. show is sunny. Every I mean, like, right. yes, outside of the renovated homes on HGTV. Everything is pretty dark yeah. on, on your television, you got the including Steelers the Steelers offense. games. Ah! You, <laughs> you beat me to it. Oh, Dave, you you're guys. At, you're at Damashek, for God's sakes. You really That's are. Right. Listen Twitter. to minus three. We'll continue to talk to Schwartz, uh, who's plugged in. He really is the chief's whisperer. And we have been debating lately. Um, is our, to your point, way back when we started, is... Are these tight games, in fact, beneficial to
to playoffs chiefs to because mm. you always hear about like when you blow when you're UNLV and you house everybody all season then all of a sudden in the big spot you're in a close game you're like what are we supposed to do we're not used to this maybe this ends up being good for Patrick Mahomes and company to every week be in these weird nail biters I don't know well just by virtue of the fact that he's played every fourth quarter in the last couple months right there's something yeah, that, that too helps. like all of a sudden feeling pressure like Wait, we we've been up three touchdowns for the last two two months now. Maybe this is actually good for them to be like, yeah. Right. What else is new? We're always in these shootouts. There you go, Charlotte. You're at the Wilder Things on Twitter. What sure else you am. Got? Uh, you know, follow me, watch my stuff, read my links. Yeah, just read her links, guys. Download the other podcast I do, the People Sports Podcast. <laughs> uh, if- roast me. I don't yeah, know. If, if anyone has any idea which DeAndre sits atop her candle, please reach out to her. Yeah, let me know. Let me know who's hanging out next right. to me in the <laughs> zoo. All right. There you go. Uh, what am I? I'm at the uh, Cousin Sal. Check out my book. You can't lose them all. We have a thousand pre-orders. If we can get to them, I'm donating $10 for every pre-order to the World Health Kitchen right there. Uh, they save lives. They feed people. They take care of our service people in the food industry. So uh, you can't lose them all. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all that stuff. We should. You I know, wish it I would be really like that's very nice of you. Good, Thank good you. job with the charity. Um, it would be funny <laughs> if UPS lost all of your lost the first shipment of books. It would be <laughs> oh, they be great. They lost all of you can't like you can't lose them all, but you can. You're right. They lost all your books. <laughs> the UPS lost them all. I, I really do not. Not to not to get uh, uh, sincere, but I really do. I see Jimmy Kimmel tweeting it out. I see people in Pittsburgh. These children's hospitals this time of the year give money to to these places. These uh, that's the, right. the, there's nothing just worse. Um, and uh, good for you to to join in on that. Sal. I'm kind of um, over the children's hospitals thing. Yeah. I'm into more now feeding uh, adults. I get, I get it. Okay, yeah. okay. Either way, um. <laughs> I wish I could dispatch for you, though, Sal. I wish yeah. I could send the USC and UCLA marching bands and the Chargers and Rams uh, cheerleaders so you could have a parade for, oh, for thank your you. primetime oh, so picks. Fun. That'd be a great thing and have them both do their fight song simultaneously. Thank that'd be well, a real homage to I, you. I would, take it, I would take that or I would take one member of the uh, Fox NFL crew to give me like a, a congratulatory nod. Mm-hmm. Either one of those. but um, or, to J- or for James Harden to take you to whatever buffet he's been hitting. It must good be Lord. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, hey, I know, I know. I want to remind you that you may mm-hmm. feel like underdogs out there, but please remember, you're all my favorites. See you Friday.